Hey sisters, our life has been a three ring circus for last month, but all in a good way. We went out and we bought an RV. Um, we uh, had contractors come in and we've had a septic, the electric and new water installed all within the course of one week. What I thought was gonna take two or three weeks to happen. We had guys here every day, all day long, digging trenches, putting up electric boxes, um, running water lines. It was quite amazing. And the job all got done. We moved into the RV. We are in it now and we're settled in comfortably in our temporary home. All that going on. And we also started our marriage classes, which are going phenomenal. But that requires a lot of prep time. So Mr. and I had to cut out pockets of time to make sure we were prepared for these classes. So our life was on fast forward for several, several weeks. But I would not let the enemy get in there and destroy any of the actions that we had going on because we were keeping a life well-balanced, a life based off of life balance that I've taught on before. So I'm going to go into this episode today. We're going to talk a little bit more about what we've been going through, the steps that we've been taking to make sure that we have been on course together and that our marriage hasn't gone awry during this season of all the blessings. ladies. I'm Carrie, a child of God, a wife, and empty nester of 28 years to my rugged mister. We have two handsome and tall tattooed sons, two beautiful daughter-in-laws, and a fantastic grandson. Our marriage almost fell apart about five years ago due to my BS. That's before submission ways. I prayed loudly for God to change him, but I was the one that needed changing. I was mentored and our marriage is now solid, restored, and incredible. It's now my passion to help women not stay in their own BS and understand living life as a godly, submissive wife is amazing. If you go back and listen to episode 62 on life balance, it'll give you a deeper explanation of it. But just to talk about it a little bit today of what we're going through, um, I want to reference immediately 1 Peter 5a, and this is in the Amplified Version. Be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind. Be vigilant and cautious at all times. For that enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a lion roaring in fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. I like how the Amplified Version starts out with be well balanced. I know many other translations uh, start out with be sober. And so if we look at the word sober and synonyms for it, I like these synonyms that are describing level-headed. So sober can mean moderate, serious, sensible, thoughtful, earnest, level-headed, pragmatic, conservative, unemotional, unemotional, objective, no nonsense. These are all the attributes that we need to live a well-balanced life. And when we talk about life balance, we talk about the order of God's importance. First, it's God. We need to have that personal relationship with him. The Bible says, seek first his kingdom. Second is our spouse. We always have to make sure that our Genesis 2.24, where the two shall become one, takes second priority in our life. 
Third is our children. And of course, there's different seasons in life where your children will be a main priority in your life. However, always make sure that your kids are seeing a godly marriage between you and your husband, a marriage that is based off of communication and love and respect for each other, where you make time for each other. You are their first model of what a godly marriage looks like. You're their first mentors. Okay, so we have God is first, spouse is second, kids are third. Fourth is work, fellowship, and family. And be sure that whether you're working outside of the home or you're inside of the home working, that you are still dedicating a specific time of day for the Lord, that your husband, when he is home with you, that you are making time for him, that you're not on your telephone or on your laptop or trying to make a phone call for work, that he is feeling left out. And especially so, don't let your kids see that their daddy is left out and don't let your kids feel like they're getting the leftovers of you also. And the fifth part of life balance is church ministry. So to say it again, we have first is God, second is spouse, third are the kids, fourth place is work, fellowship, and family, and fifth place is church ministry. Now, church ministry is where in our life balance, I knew that over the past few weeks, I had to let something go. So for me, it was the podcast. I don't know if you recognized or not, but I skipped a day where a podcast didn't air. I thought I had one in the queue. When I went and checked it, I didn't. And I knew at that time that it was just going to have to let it, I had to let it go. In my BS days, I would have been so disturbed by it and so strawed out trying to figure out how am I going to make this happen with everything else going on? And it would have agitated me. I would have gotten irritable. I would have pushed through. I would have made something go out of life balance. Mainly my husband would have been pushed out of the way so that I could have got a podcast episode aired. That is so wrong, sis. That's BS. That's before submission ways. Life balance, if you're out of order of it, take note and see what you're doing and see if you're falling into BS tendencies. Always make sure that your husband is coming in to a close second after God. And that's what I had to be really careful of in this season that we're in, where we had bought the RV. We had all the moving contractors here. We we're trying to move into the RV. We started the marriage class, and I knew that it was going to take that devoted time of him and I sitting down together. So, and that's a church ministry. That's a number five. So with us committing to that, I knew knew that I didn't have enough time in my day. Remember, we all get 24 hours. We all have the same number of hours in a day. And it's up to us to make sure that our waking hours are kept in life balance, that we're still making time for the Lord first, that our husband is second, that our kids are third, and that they're seeing a godly marriage mentored before their eyes. Work is fourth, and then that fifth place is church ministry. And interesting that I'm talking about life balance today because we just taught on it last night in the marriage class. And as we were teaching about it, Mr. brought up the fact that uh, some churches, once they find a yes person, that they will plug them into every possible area in the church just so that there's a warm body in that area. But what you really, really need to do is ask the Lord, what is your purpose in your life and where do you want me to serve? 
where am I the most effective for the kingdom? Oftentimes it has to do with our own testimony. So sister, I'm encouraging you within your testimony, take it, take a look at it and see if your testimony has something to do with marriage. If your text testimony has something to do with addiction, divorce, abortion, financial problems, parenting, what is it in your testimony that the Lord has brought you through that you can look at it and you can say, this is the spot where Jesus stepped in. This is the spot where God got me through this. This is a spot that I heard from the Holy Spirit. When you can pinpoint it down and you can figure out where that that testimony, where that God, but God moment came from, that's the area that you are going to be super, super effective in for church ministry. And that's the area that I encourage you to dive into, to really examine, to really research out scriptures, to really research out, um, write, write out in a journal and remember the times that you went through, the times that God got you through, the times that you saw God's hand on you. Yeah, when you have your life balance in order, your one, two, three, four, your number five, your church ministry, you will have time for it. You never want to put that church ministry ahead of your two, three, your two, three, or four. Um, you don't want your husband to start hating because you're at church all the time or that you sign the family up for another thing. You don't want the kids to be exhausted because you're dragging them to church again when all they want is a quiet night at home. Really examine how much church ministry, how much ministry you're doing. And like I said, in our example, I had to cut back on one part of my wife ministry, it being the podcast episode, in order to make everything else gel out. And it's okay, because if you don't, look back at 1 Peter 5, 8. It ends with the devil roams around like a lion roaring, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. When we are so worn out because we are running around trying to do all the church ministry, trying to do all the things, thinking that we are serving God, the devil can get in there and he can find that crack. He will take a stronghold in your marriage. You'll take a stronghold over your children because you're out of a well-balanced life. All referencing back to 1 Peter 5, 8 again. So sister, I encourage you, get involved. God wants us to serve him. God wants us to help advance the kingdom with him. However, he doesn't want us so exhausted that at the end of the day, we haven't even sat in quiet time of prayer with him, that we haven't even worshiped for him that we haven't even opened the word of God and had that relational time with him to see what needs to be corrected in our own lives. It's just, it's not just to sit down and read the Bible. It's for our own correction. When you have a lot of things going on in your life, sister, take note of your life balance. Remember this first Peter five, eight verse that starts with be well balanced. If you're feeling chaos in your life, take note. Where are you out of order? Have you spent time in the Word of God today? Are you taking care of your husband and listening to his needs? Are your kids, are they getting the best of you or are they getting leftovers? And work is going to happen, whether it's at home or whether it's outside of the home or even both. 
but make sure that you're keeping all of them in order. And when it comes to church ministry, make sure that you're doing the thing that God has purposed you for. Don't add on the extra things just so that you can fill a spot in the church. There's plenty of people in church or that church ministry at your church, it doesn't have to happen. And that's okay sometimes. But sometimes in a season, we have to set aside our ministry, just as I set aside this podcast episode, just so things can get done and be properly well balanced in the home. Can I pray with you right now? Can I pray with you about your life being well balanced? Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for the sister that's listening to this episode right now. I know that her ears are on this episode because you need for her to glean something from it. Father God, I pray over her life balance. I pray that it is well balanced. I pray that she examines every step of her life to figure out and determine if she's out of order somewhere, that if she's feeling chaos in her life, that she steps back and and seeks you and that she asks you to show her exactly what she needs to remove from her life, whether it's in a season or whether it's permanently, just to be able to keep her life in order. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that we can come to you each and every day and petition for these things. I pray this out in your blessed name, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Love, Honor, Obey podcast. I'm Carrie, and I am grateful for your time today. I pray this message has inspired you to edify your marriage. Please tell a friend about this LHO ministry. Share, subscribe to this podcast, and follow along on social media. Together, we can honor God's word by removing the BS on wives and showing others there is freedom in living as a godly wife.